0: And I just said, hey, we'd like to hire uh, your girlfriend. Right, right, right. Hey, what do you think about that? Oh, she needs to be at the home. I told her she does not need to go get a job. Ooh. And then they start arguing. Oh, well, I bet they did. And she's like, That's I should be able to work. And I Ooh. should, And I'm going, oh boy. So the very next day I call her yeah. and I'm like, so that was awkward. She goes, yeah, that was really awkward. Hey, good day, and welcome to The Consultant on the Coach. I'm here with my good friend, Josh. How are you, my friend? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. Hey, we are in week two of Entree Leadership, dissecting Dave Ramsey's classic book. Uh, been around for over 10 years, Mm -hmm. and today is business application. And what I wanted to jump into, Proverbs... Chapter 10, verse 17 says, whoever heeds instruction is on the path to life, but he who who rejects reproof leads others astray. And the reason why I chose that verse this morning is, you know, it's about heeding instruction. What are great business practices for our business as we lead others, which is also why I absolutely love this book and it it continues to sell really well, even after... 10 years yeah. and it's because it's great instruction yeah yeah, it simplifies a lot of stuff i really appreciate that the mm-hmm. more i've read it the more i'm getting used to it so we started with the book overview last week and then today it's all about business application how it applies to my business how it applies to your business how we use it as we coach and consult with other businesses. Uh, so what's the first way, as, as you, this, now this is the first time you've gone through the book, but you know, you've been a consultant for a mm-hmm. very long time. So there are overarching concepts. What sticks out to you?
1: Yeah, so I would summarize the book in two ways. Um, I was actually thinking about it in the context of um, instructing my 10-year-old on how to start a business. Ooh, this, this should be good. Right. Mm-hmm. So as you're thinking about this, there's lots of ways to apply this book I think I like Um the reality is you know there's two dimensions to this book effectively and two dimensions to business overall there's effectively what is a business right A business is delivering some product or service for less money than it costs you to provide it
0: hmm right if not you lose money and it's a hobby
1: exactly yeah <laughs> as we've talked about right <laughs> so it's a hobby right if you're if you're losing money um, and so I think there's two basic categories for this book and really um, anyone trying to figure out how to launch a business if they haven't done it before, right? There's what is your business, mm-hmm. right? What are you about mission vision values? How do you manage your time setting goals? Um, how do you make decisions and then marketing and, and sales like that's 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 business. You, you can do that as a person mm-hmm. as an individual you are in business, right and then the part that's hard right the part that sort of gets messy as, as he talks about in the book quite a bit, but is also indispensable if you're going to build a business of size, scale, or substance is people and administration. Absolutely. Everything else, right is what comes with that, right? And so there's the challenges of working with people. There's the importance of hiring the right people. there's how do you build culture, there's how do you um, incentivize people. There's, you know, how do you structure your finances? There's, um, how do you do communication, build loyalty? I mean, there's all these things that have to happen if you want to build a business of size and scale. Um, versus if you are a single shingle, which I am, um, you know, there's actually less, even less complicated, right? There's mm-hmm. like four or five chapters, that's all you need. Um, but if you want to then build beyond yourself because you have a significant opportunity that's, you know, market-based product or services that you need more than a person to build, you need sort of the other
0: half of the book. Right. Oh, absolutely! And So that, that's and, how I sort of broke it down. And so I, you know, today today is about business application. I could, um, so I, I wrote down four key chapters. But the first chapter I wanted to just touch on is he has this chapter called hiring, firing, and personality styles.
1: Mm-hmm. And you work on I, a lot.
0: I use this all the time. Granted, we I, I work with a lot of team members. Mm-hmm. And even last week, I'm in the process of hiring a third bookkeeper for our business. I currently have two, and I have bookkeepers in both the United States and in the Philippines. And so um, my my current, well, my U.S.-based bookkeeper decided to actually go into business for herself, which was awesome, it was one of those, hey, I'm mm-hmm. excited for you, Crum. I need to hire a new bookkeeper. So she left on really good terms, and I've been hi- I have been I'm now need to hire another U.S.-based bookkeeper bookkeeper and uh, where, where we're at is I think I found someone through a referral I let mm. my mm-hmm. current CPA know hey I need to hire another bookkeeper he referred uh, what looks to be a rock star for me in the old days before Dave Ramsey I would have just hired after that first interview mm. we are now on this week interview number three mm-hmm. I, she wants to work for us we mm-hmm. want her to uh, work for us as well it's totally mutual mm-hmm. But because of you know his chapter on hiring, firing, and personality styles, we are mm-hmm. very carefully drawing this thing out, not to the point where it's gonna take months to get her hired, but definitely a few weeks because I wanna make sure we are a good fit because it's as you know, it's really mm-hmm. expensive. If you hire the wrong person, not mm-hmm. only do you have to pay them, you have to fix all their mistakes, mm-hmm. and you've wasted all of that valuable time. So mm-hmm. he has a 12-step Hiring process that is absolutely gold.
1: Yeah, are you going to take uh, her and a, a spouse
0: or a significant other out to dinner? You know, we used to do that. Okay. And uh, for all of our executives that we hire, we have done that. Mm-hmm. Um, all of our team leads that we've hired, we have done that. Team members, we don't usually use that extra step. Um, okay. If it's a big, if 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 it's a big position, yeah, we would. Mm-hmm. So, but mm-hmm. we have done it before, and um, that's kind of a a cool um thing that we've done before. I remember I've had several people we've brought their significant other or spouse taken them out to dinner. And I've had several, not several. We've done it probably a hundred times. Oh, wow. That's There's a lot. been two that we did not Hire based on that on their spouse, Ooh, that's but it time. wasn't because we disqualified them. Right. It was it was one of those we were we we wanted to hire this manager bo- manager and we were going to hire her and I'm like well I asked her boyfriend I'm like so what do you think about so and so coming to work for us Oh I I hate it I think this is going to be a horrible opportunity she, for her. He did not say that he did what? And I'm just kind of going this is really awkward. Hold on, we're, okay, let's back up. I yeah. Hear more about this.
1: Okay. So,
0: you went out to dinner. We went out to dinner. Where? Uh, it was a local coffee shop. So, got- we don't always go out to dinner. But got it, got it, got it. We're at a coffee sure, shop. Sure, sure. And this is you and your wife? Uh, it was me and the owner of our company. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Got it. So, I always bring someone else along. That's what I was asking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I just said, hey, we'd like to hire uh, your girlfriend. Right, right, right. Hey, what do you think about that? Oh, she needs to be at the home. I told her she does not need to go get a job. Oh. And then they start arguing. Well, I bet they did. And she's like, That's I should be able to work. And, I should, and I'm going. Oh, boy. So the very next day, I call her. Yeah. And I'm like, so that was awkward. She goes, yeah, that was really awkward. And I said, you know what? Until you guys we're on the same page, why don't you reach out to me when you're ready to work for us? Because this just, that was really awkward. But how wonderful. How wonderful that yeah. we had that conversation yeah, before yeah, yeah. we hired her, wow. trained her as a manager, mm-hmm. realizing she could have worked for us for three or six months. And you know, that's a train wreck waiting to happen.
1: Well, especially if she's in conflict every day she goes home about going to work for you, oh, right? Absolutely. Not your fault, right? But yeah, that's a huge. I mean, and, that, I like how we put it in the book, right? You, it's hard to manage someone who's managing crazy. Yeah. Right? And
0: <laughs> if I were to ever go Interview somewhere else and they invite my wife and I, mm-hmm. oh, we are on the same page before we Better even have a get conversation there. before you get think, there. What are our goals? Mm-hmm. What's our mission? What's our vision? I'm not gonna get into people's personal life, mm-hmm. but if their personal life is not in order, mm-hmm. it it blows over to uh one's business life. Yeah. Yeah. Business is too hard. Let's let's you know, Figure that out. This is hard enough by itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, the bridge is out. Well, let, let's take a different route mm-hmm. before going down there. What's the second one you had, to? Oh, it was uh, along Did the I same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you caught me off guard with <laughs> that one. I was thinking sorry. of that one. that one. That was the first one. That was yeah. really, really easy.
1: Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> anyway. and not, not, not a great outcome for her. Mm-hmm. But in terms of, I mean, it just speaks to the value of that step. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to believe, I mean, I don't know if you've gotten any feedback but i would have to believe if you were one of the other 98 and got hired mm-hmm. um, that also speaks volumes to sort of how much you care oh it does right i mean you're just trying to give you're trying to build things to start on the right foot and I mean, I, i've never done this but i would assume if i had a boss who invited me a prospective boss inviting me out my wife to have dinner or something i've also heard of a can't remember who the ceo was but there's someone who's known to like take people out on a sailboat Mm, right, like he's a mm-hmm. big sailing guy, right? And he sort of likes to put people in a place of discomfort to see how they respond, right? Because most people are not like expert sailors. Mm-hmm. Similar idea, though. You sort of put them in a place where it's a little bit different than typical interview and figure out more about them.
0: Well, and, and the nice thing is, is if you spend enough time around them, eventually they take down their interview garb because mm-hmm. you go into an interview, you're you know, you're wearing sure. your Sunday best. You're sure. very calculated and. Ramsey's talked about the reason why he likes taking people to dinner is eventually um, they take down their garb and that's who you're truly going to be working with right and when people take down their garb you're either going to say I really like this person mm-hmm. or I don't like this person yeah and that's when you hire them because mm-hmm. that is the person you know that oh they're gonna be great they're gonna be great like oh they complain all the time mm-hmm. and that's the nice thing about mm-hmm. going out to um dinner with someone, mm-hmm.
1: lunch, mm-hmm. even coffee, Yeah,
0: lunch is better. What are their manners like? You find a lot of little things like that.
1: Yeah. Do you, do you have a favorite person you take with you who sort of gets the, as his, as his wife gets the feeling? Oh, well, the best is always my
0: my wife. Okay. But if not my wife, okay. uh, I like to take our owner. He's yeah. so doggone busy. Uh, our new COO, uh, is sharp as nails and he's really good at reading personality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of different, you know, so, so I love the chapter hiring, firing, and personality mm-hmm. styles. He even talks into how do you fire someone? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, like I, I, we need to fire people from time to time, but how do you do it? When do you do it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Vitally important. Yeah. Um, so, in when you think of business application for consulting, uh, yeah. what stuck out to you?
1: Yeah. I mean, I've been. I haven't got a good answer to this one yet in terms of the output. But I was thinking a lot about. I appreciated the way he broke down marketing in a fairly simple way. Because um, I have a lot of people asking me, like, "Oh, how do you get your your work?" Mm-hmm. And I always sort of don't have a very good answer for that. I mean, I know I need to have a better funnel. Um, I appreciated that he had a really clear sort of method, as sort of this stair step, right mm-hmm. from the listen to his radio show, buy the book, right? sign mm-hmm. up for an entree leadership class, so on and so on and so on, right? Yeah.
0: He understands he, the sales funnel. He
1: understands that funnel. And I think that's what's interesting about consulting is there's not a really great, and this is sort of an ask to anyone who hears this and wants to send mm-hmm. me ideas, I'd be happy to take them. There's not a great middle step for consulting. Like, I, I can yeah. do this, right? And I can... Um, I certainly take phone calls all the time. I have Mm -hmm. startup entrepreneurs and other people who call me pretty frequently for advice, especially industry advice around healthcare and how to do digital health and things like that. And that happens pretty frequently. 30 minutes, no big deal. Like, okay, happy to give you a little advice. But then, what's between that and like a significant engagement? Like, there's just there's sort of a gap there, mm-hmm. right? And I don't quite know how to. And solve we've even that.
0: struggled with that understanding the sales funnel. And this for everyone needs to know their sales funnel. Right. So for us, our it's first, actually not as easy
1: as it sounds. Yeah, you
0: know, for do. us, our first sales funnel is hey, listen to our podcast, and you get to kind of okay, what's how does Eric coach? How does Josh consult? And then there's the intro phone call. You know, you right. take the 30-minute phone call, the 60-minute phone call, whatever whatever that is. But it, between that and then you have your statement of work, what does that look like? Right.
1: And usually that's pretty significant, mm-hmm. you know? And so the hard, the hard part is what's that um, What's that next
0: step? Yeah, and it's, and it's hard to get people from that. Maybe we need to write a book next or have <laughs> – what would that look like? Yeah,
1: a book or an assessment or, you know, I was pondering, you know, could we do um, – just a one-hour assessment deep dive call mm-hmm. with the two of us right from a both a coaching and a consulting perspective one-on-one-on-one basically mm-hmm. you know for one hour and let people you know that's a really good their problems to us and it costs two hundred forty nine dollars for an hour because they get both of us for an hour and, and we go as deep as they'd like to go for an hour
0: mm-hmm. right any question hey any question any pick topic. our brains yep. but like everything else then you kind of figure out what does that look like so what you know the sales funnel for like home medical supplies which is you know where i'm Mm -hmm. um my my main job is um i ha i do have that middle ground where someone's like hey i need to buy some bath safety or i need to buy something a small cash based item for 20 to 100 so i that's the nice thing with some retail you can slowly get into it before like Mm -hmm. in my main field you you drop $20,000 Twenty thousand dollars on a high-end power wheelchair. There's a lot of different aspects of what that looks like. Right. Um, the advantage with group coaching is it kind of allows for that middle thing. I love coaching groups because you don't have to pay one-on-one. You can jump into a mastermind group right. with four, five, six, seven, eight people. So right. it's not like you have this huge financial investment. Right. Right. Um, and that's an option as well too. So coming back to sales funnel, I love you know what he's talking about mm-hmm. marketing. He gets it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's worked with our company. So not only did I listen to the entree leadership podcast, mm-hmm. I've now gone out to several events in Nashville. And even right now, even though I've I feel I've learned enough of that, we still drop well over three thousand dollars a year on his material as a benefit to our employees. We Mm -hmm. use the smart dollar program. Every employee and team member of our company has access to all of his financial planning stuff. So for him, you know, that would be his passive income. But for us, it's a benefit for our team members. Yeah, no. And now that jumps into another chapter. I just love this. Compensation plans that Mm -hmm. fire people up. Oh, that was top dollar. If you don't know how to pay people, Mm -hmm that chapter alone is worth the book. And the reason why is different compensation plans fire different people up. Some people want a hundred percent commission. Some people want lots of job security. You're going to pay them hourly. Some people have to have health insurance. He gets into, there's like 10 different ways mm-hmm. to pay people. Right. So what do you think about that chapter? Yeah, I like it
1: um, in terms of just how you structure it. But I think that you know, back to the, my initial sort of how I divide the two as a strategy, a strategist, I sort of get fired up about the fact that those comp plans—you can't write those until you've done a good goal setting session. Oh, absolutely. Right. You, if you don't know what you're about as a company, you don't know what your values and your goals are. I right? Talk about that. And if you haven't figured out, you know, where you're headed, what you're trying to do in a quantifiable, attainable, achievable, sort of clearly articulated and transparently able to be measured way, right? Mm-hmm. You can't do a good comp plan, right? And then there's obviously the need to flex the comp plan to the personality. But I think that um, they, they go hand in hand. You can't start with the comp plan. You still have to start with who you are as a company. Um, so that that was, I mean, yes, I like it. And I also, it's the strategist, get
0: fired up about sort of what forms the business, right, underneath mm-hmm. it. So. And the fascinating thing about comp plans, I'd love to talk to, you know, I, I've had to take his comp plan and s- continually change it because comp plan ch- comp plans change in different economies mm-hmm. as well too some people mm-hmm. it's all about the hourly rate other people it's about the bonuses well what happens if uh, i had a star salesperson a number of years ago and the bottom fell out of our business not to the point where we were unprofitable mm-hmm. but what happened was what medicare was paying us significantly dropped and she expected her commission to not change i'm like well we're getting paid way less for what you were selling so i had to change her comp plan Mm -hmm. unfortunately she spun out of our business and you know she you know we're still good friends but at the same time she had to move industries Mm -hmm. so it's also hard what what comp plan works in 2022 Mm -hmm. might and probably will slightly change in 2023 2024. How does your business shift? That's something to consider as well, too. Absolutely. Well, and the other piece, and I know it's yeah, it's a touchy subject because of the HR issues, but mm-hmm. you also have to,
1: to some degree, talk to, I think, the individual about, this is where it gets into the personal goals. We'll talk about life application in the next one. But I think in particular, there's a recognition that if there's a spouse or significant other who's earning income, what's the nature of that income? Yeah. Right? And so, for example, my wife... Is this was interesting? It turned its on its head for us as a as a family during COVID, which was, you know, as a consultant, it was always sort of you know the more work I do, the more money more I get paid, and so very much the stock right. And she sort of had the very predictable two day a week, great fit for our family at the clinic. You know, two days in, two days you know mm-hmm. every week, just like a metronome, right? And good sort of bond income, right? <clears throat> very predictable. Well, who would have thought during COVID? That one of the things you'd actually shut down would be a primary care clinic, and all of a sudden she was down to no or zero or one day a week at, at different times, right? And so it was crazy. We're like, wait a second, what happened? Like what we thought was our most predictable income
0: was now actually unpredictable. became
1: unpredictable, and it's really threw us for you know a loop. And it wasn't anything I was going to do to change my current income stream. It's one reason why I save a lot of money because <laughs> you, you got never know what's going to happen. For what's going to happen, but um, that's another that's another podcast. Um, but I think it, it is important to understand that as you're forming those compensation plans, first and foremost, structure them to the company's needs. But then if, I think people will respond well if you form it both to their personality, but then sort of their family, right? Because the other half or other part or other place of either income or their expenses may dictate what's most meaningful to them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my yeah. last part with this book it, that I love and my, my business application for this book is in every business, there's a vernacular associated with the business. And mm-hmm. you've, if you've ever talked to someone in an industry, there are just certain words. And what I love about this book, so we teach through entree Leadership with all of our leaders and we've done so for almost 10 years now. This has become our business's vernacular. Mm-hmm. And the key is whatever your business is, what is the vernacular you use to talk to your leaders about. Mm-hmm. So for example, when we say, hey, uh, so-and-so, we need to pull back on the rope. Well, that's a chapter in Entree Leadership. How do you take care of your team members? Do you let the rope out or do you pull it back? Mm-hmm. And so thing I love about Ramsey is he just makes things so simple. It makes it easy to teach to your team. And whether you use Entree Leadership or another book, think of what's the vernacular we use. If you have an employee who's doing a great job or you need to write them up, what vernacular are we using to communicate with our people in our business? That's great. So, So anyway, so next week... Uh, we're going to wrap up Entree Leadership, mm-hmm. and it's life application. So we've done, hey, book review, mm-hmm. business application, mm-hmm. life application next week, which I think is even um, just as beneficial as business application. They go side by side. Absolutely. And as we talked about the sales funnel this week, hey, if you have questions about consulting, hey, give Josh a phone call. He would absolutely love to talk to you reach out to us at the consultant at the coach.com or uh, just send us a message or you know we had someone uh, last week you know just shooting a quick question on our YouTube channel mm-hmm, we take a look mm-hmm. at those yep. um, if they're insightful we'll respond to them yep so anyway until next week keep taking great care of your team and uh, we look forward to finishing up upon leadership take care.